My name is Colleen Kerr. I've been doing judo for 12 years now. I started at the age of five. It started from my dad. He used to compete in judo and then my brother started, so I got into it basically through that. I've always had a coach because I went through the club where my brother went through and everything like that. In the beginning, I was actually doing gymnastics at the same time, but I preferred to get into judo because there was more medals in judo than there was in gymnastics and there was more competitions and I seemed to travel a lot more doing judo than I did with gymnastics. There are different rewards from doing a sport with judo than there is with a team sport like hockey because you know you've done all the work and that it's all come from you. With a team, sometimes you could be just in the team and you got medal just for being there. I find that training and competition are rewarding because at a competition, even though there are medals, which is more of an extrinsic reward, in training there's more of an intrinsic reward, which you know you've pushed yourself all the way through the session and you've been able to complete it at your best. In judo, I have a feel-good factor that I'm fit and healthy and that I, would, I can lead a fit and healthy lifestyle afterwards because I know how to keep at that level. And within judo, I've also got slight funding, which is also an incentive to stay in because then in the end, I still have money still coming into it. I've been selected as one of the hopefuls for 2012 and knowing that it's going to be right on my back doorstep is a major incentive to stay in the sport. Judo costs an amateur quite a lot of money because they tend to have to pay for their trips for like abroad and everything like that but as you get into an elite performer competitions tend to get paid for you and then so it's not that much financially at the moment my parents finance me and I'm also on the talented athlete scheme so I get some funding from there and they pay for my training my strength and conditioning which I get at elite performance and that has benefited me over the past couple of years as I've been training here. My sport is very time-consuming. It is hard to find a balance between my sport and my schoolwork. It's very hard to have a social life. I intend to stay within the sport until 2012. After that, I'd like to finish all my uni degrees and have a career and then start a family and everything like that. The judo coach takes on many different roles. They can be someone who can just be there to listen to you and help you through your problems and they're also there for the technical side as well where they coach you through your fights and they tell you what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right and they can help you improve on different on various different things. The role of your coach can differ. If you're just a standard player who just amateur doing it for fun, they wouldn't take as much interest in trying to improve you and when you're at a higher level they will try to find all the weaknesses and try to cancel all of them out and make everything strength. A good coach would have good listening skills if you have a problem with them or something which is going on they can talk through it with you and just someone who can help improve your judo. The difference between a coach and a trainer is a coach will know you inside and out and is there for you for everything and the trainer, they basically listen to what the coach has to say to help you improve, but they don't, they're not the actual people who identify all the weaknesses. That is mainly the coach's job. Within judo, when people prepare, it's not really a team-based thing unless it's just the warm-up. That's the team-based thing. But from then on, when you're trying to focus, you basically all split up and you find your little spaces and you try to zone everything out and then get focused on what you have to do. At the end of the day, it's you on the mat, not the whole team. In sports, psychology does play a major role, as before you tend to go on the mat, people tend to 
do imagery of throws they're going to do and how they're going to beat their opponents and they watch them and then think it through in their head all the tactics and strategies they're, they're going to do within that contest. To make a happy and successful judo team, it requires team building. Everyone needs to be able to get along. Even though there may be rifts between people, there's always someone there who you can talk to and go to when you're abroad because you, your family's not always there and you may not have someone else there who you're really close to. So you need to be able to have good team skills to be together. When practising a sport like judo, diet is a major impact on what you do because there's different weight classes and you always have to make your weight. At the moment, I regulate my diet myself. My coach doesn't really give me anything. When I'm in training and when I'm in competition, my diet generally stays the same and I tend to keep away from all the crisps and sweets and all the fizzy drinks as they're mainly all the fats and the excess glucose your body doesn't need, which just turns into fat and fatigues you basically through your training and when you're in competition. And not too many carbohydrates because we've been told if you have excess carbohydrates, they end up turning into fat and then that slows your body down. I will eat foods such as chicken, preferably without the skin as the skin has fats in and eat lots of fruit as more than my five a day because... They are a natural source of energy and I try to eat all my vegetables, just like my mum always told me. In training and competition, you have to keep your fluid intake up. You can check this with the P-chart. When it's a yellow, yellowy-browny colour, that means you're dehydrated and you need to top up your hydration levels. And when it's a clearer yellow, clearer yellow colour or just plain clear, then you know you're very well hydrated. When I need to eat or when I need to have fluids, the signs I get is that you tend to get a dry mouth and then you can tell by how fatigued you are. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.